Hey everybody, welcome to the HUD Podcast. It's the new official podcast for the Hudsonian newspaper at Hudson Valley Community College. I'm Nolan Cleary, the managing editor for the Hudsonian, and I'm going to be your host. On this show, we're going to talk all about the news on campus, and we're going to give you all the advice you need to make it at HVCC. Right now, we're living in uncertain times, and I think this podcast is going to be a great outlet to sort of capture and address the concerns students have at this time. You know, one of the things I love about the Hudsonian is that any student can join, and you can get paid for it. The HUD, coming soon to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Uh, This is a Politics Weekly special. We're going over the second, or not really the second, but actually the vice presidential debate, uh, the one and only vice presidential debate of 2020 between the current vice president, Mike Pence, who's hoping to keep his job for another four years along with President Donald Trump, and senator from California, Kamala Harris, who's hoping to uh, become vice president along with Joe Biden. Uh, today, joining us, we have uh, my father. He, is, he worked for George Pataki, the former governor of New York. He, was also, uh, he also worked for uh, George W. Bush's campaign in 2000. Joining me today, Jeff Cleary. Thank you for joining me. Thanks. Thanks. And ha- happy to be back again, Owen. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So let's get into the debate. So first of all, who do you think won? Who lost? What were some memorable moments in your mind? Well, you know, uh, I, I, I like to score these things like a boxing match, and boxing rounds are often scored on a 10-point uh, uh, way. And, and, and so I, I, I would say at the end of the day, I'd give it, I'd give it 10-8 to, to Pence. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a landslide, but Pence, Pence I think, held the day. Um, now, uh, the debate started off with a lot of talk uh, about COVID-19 uh, and the president's response to COVID-19. Uh, Vice President Pence had to fiercely defend uh, a lot of tough questions uh, on that matter. How do you think he did uh, responding to those? Well, I, I think he did well, and, and, and I think that, you know, I, I'm, I haven't been uh, always happy with the president's response uh, to everything, and I haven't been particularly happy in the last week or so since he himself contracted the the disease. But I will say that Vice President Biden's uh, ridiculous, childish uh, political uh, attitude early on in this pandemic uh you know, was really a failure, and you have to give credit to Donald Trump for closing down uh, flights to China early on. 
Um, and we also saw uh, one of the things Mike Pence did throughout the debate was he, um, he tr- at one point he tried to get Kamala Harris to, uh, to answer a question about Supreme Court backing. Uh, I would say that was a notable moment. Do you think that that was a good idea the way he pressed that? Do you think politically that was a smart move? I, I, think, I think I do. Look, all I, all I ask of any Democrat is look me in the eye and tell me that Chuck Schumer would not be pressing to fill this seat if the roles were, were reversed. I mean, look, does politics play a role? Of course politics plays a role. But the fact of the matter is if Chuck Schumer was in charge, if the Democrats in the Senate were in charge, and there was a looming incoming Republican president, Chuck Schumer would absolutely, you know, look to fill the seat. And anyone who wants to make the argument, lo- I welcome a debate with anyone who wants to make an argument otherwise. All right. Um, also, we, we saw at one point uh, Kamala Harris pressing uh, Mike Pence pretty hard. Uh, at one point, uh, she said, you know, you're interrupting me, stop interrupting me. Um, she criticized him about that. Do you think that was uh, a smart, politically, was a smart thing for Kamala Harris to do? I don't have a big opinion on that. I mean, I mean, you're sitting there, for both people, the, the, you know, you feel, at least you feel like the world is looking at you, and it, there's a lot of pressures there. I don't, I don't fault her for that. I, I don't. We also saw there was a, uh, there was a pretty fierce confrontation between the two uh, over taxes. Mike Pence uh, accusing or alleging that uh, Joe Biden, should he win the presidency, would raise taxes uh, by uh, rolling back uh, by rolling back the Obama or the Trump tax cuts. Uh, Kamala Harris uh, punched back at him pretty hard uh, and 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 attacked him for that response. Um, who do you think won that confrontation? Well, I, I saw that exchange a little differently. Um, uh, Pence said that she would roll back uh, the um, Trump tax cuts. And her response was, Pence will not raise taxes on anyone over who is making under $400,000 a year, which was really, if you think about it, an endorsement of the Trump tax cuts. So I think they're trying, I think the Kamala, the Kamala Biden ticket the Kamala Biden ticket is having it, trying to have it both ways. Um, now, I want to talk a little bit about the Green New Deal. There was a lot of talk uh, about that. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris was asked a question about uh, the Green New Deal. Uh, she co-authored the Green New Deal in the U.S. Senate. Uh, Joe Biden has said that he would uh, not implement it. Um, and Kamala Harris was pressed pretty hard on that. How do you think she responded to that? Well, I, I, I think she, she, she poo-pooed fracking. She poo-pooed America's uh, independ- energy independence, uh, which is shocking. And, and what, we're, what we've seen here from the left for the last four years is just opposing, just opposing. It, it, just, it doesn't matter what the issue is. The sky is blue, no, it's black. I mean, it, or no, it's green, or no, it's pink, or no, it's yellow. I mean, it's just opposing, and, 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 and fracking makes all the sense in the world. America being independent is great for our national security. It's great for our economy. Everyone knows it, and, and you know, 
she is more closely tied to AOC and the left and this absurd Green New Deal. And, and I give Vice President Pence great credit for keeping her near that issue and, and tied to that issue. Now, I want to go back to the beginning of the debate. Yeah. Um, during that beginning of the debate, uh, Senator Harris was, uh, w- was attacking uh, uh, Vice President Pence quite uh, harshly uh, over uh, the Trump administration's response to COVID, uh, you know, over that. Um, how do you think she did, um, and do you think Mike Pence did a good job responding to that? Well, first of all, I don't think that Donald Trump has done a great job on COVID. I think I think it's I I don't think he's handled it very well. Um, I I think that was kind of raw meat for her. That may have been her her best time of the debate. Uh, I thought that was a layup, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna criticize her for it. I I, I will criticize the administration for their handling of COVID. Um, now let's talk a little bit uh, about um, uh, about uh, one 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 question when uh, about foreign policy. Uh, there was a lot of talk about the Iran nuclear deal. Um, Harris was bashing Pence pretty hard uh, for uh, Trump's uh, decision to withdraw the U.S. from the Iran nuclear deal. Uh, how do you think Vice President Pence did handling that, and how do you think? Kamala Harris did uh, attacking him on if if Kamala Harris wants to and I believe she did uh, you know double down on the Iran nuclear deal then let her uh, it has been a foreign policy disaster it has been a a, a, a military disaster it has been a um, it has put the American people at at risk it has put millions and millions of people in Europe and 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 the Middle East are risk and she doubled down on that tonight she stood by that because of this this uh glory praising of the Obama administration and 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 so I'll let Kamala Harris speak for herself in in her praise for that abysmal horrible dangerous disgusting deal uh, another moment, an, another notable moment we saw was when uh, Mike Pence was attacking Kamala Harris for her criminal justice record uh, as Attorney General of California. Uh, do you think Mike Pence did a good job attacking Harris, and how do you think Kamala Harris did responding? I thought I thought Mike Pence did a great job pointing out her record. I think she has to defend her record. I think her her record is clear. Um, you know. When Kamala Harris was uh, Attorney General of California, she probably didn't have, maybe she had dreams of being president or vice president, but she certainly didn't realize that it was a, a, a true possibility. And, and that's the American dream, and thank, thank God it is. That, uh, and she's got a great story to tell, and, 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 and here she is at, at, on the cusp of making history. But she does have a deplorable record. And and any fair-minded civil rights advocate, while may prefer a Biden-Harris ticket over a Trump-Pence ticket, would do well to point out what what an abysmal, disgusting, racist, anti-Semitic record she has 
as a prosecutor, both in San Francisco and as Attorney General of California. And I will also point out that she proudly pointed out that the uh, justice uh, system in California was the second largest in the United States in the United States behind the United States Justice Department. That is not something that any state, including the largest state in the country, California, should be proud of. They should be striving to be smaller and more efficient. And and she was proud of her huge, overbloated bureaucracy, full of of hungry prosecutors to bring down blacks and Hispanics and and small businesses and just just turn the justice system in California into a revenue generating machine. Uh Pence was also pressed and uh, more. Uh and uh Pence was also pressed pretty uh hard about uh statements Trump President Trump has made in the past uh, about whether he would accept the results of the presidential election or not. Uh how do you think uh, Pence responded to the question uh, about that? Do you think he did a good job? How do you think that went over? I think Pence did a good job. I think he he, he employed some spin. Um, I, and I think that was a tough message to cover. Um, I would have pointed out more to Hillary's refusal to, you know, take the same responsibility four years ago. Defending Trump on that is, is, is a little bit difficult, but I'll, I'll tell you that I thought Pence, Pence did a very good job on it. Uh, now, last, uh, during our last uh, debate reaction, uh, one question I asked you was, how do you think uh, uh, Chris Wallace did moderating? Uh, how do you think that uh, Susan Page did uh, moderating tonight? Well, that's a great question. And as, as you'll recall, when you asked me on Wallace, I said I was against the norm across the media, both Democrat and Republican, when I disagreed and I thought that he did a pretty good job. I still think he did a pretty good job. There are conservative outlets and liberal outlets that disagreed, but but I do think he did a good job, and I think he's a great journalist. There was no doubt that this was a USA Today debate. She She was much harsher trying to cut down the time limits on Pence than on Harris, uh, the first, the very first question out of the gate was was spun uh, to be harsh towards Pence, um, and th- and this is the problem. This is why people don't trust the mainstream. Media. I thought I, uh, you know, I would give uh, Chris Wallace a B, maybe a, a B minus on the last debate, and I would give her uh, uh, a D minus on this debate, and 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 and. Uh, and and you, uh, you and I talked about this before we went on the air. I really think there needs to be another conversation about presidential debates, the Commission on Presidential Debates, and, and who conducts it. I thought the last question tonight from the eighth grader was ridiculous and childish and unprofessional. And, and I really think we need to have a stronger reevaluation. That being said, I think the next two presidential debates should go on as scheduled. Um, now, now, uh, do you think anybody's minds were changed by this debate? I, I, you know, I think, I think there was a very small window of, of undecideds. And I think, I think that Pence 
mildly, slightly won the debate. So maybe there, there probably were a few people changed. I don't think it, it's a drastic swing. It was not. There was no game changer tonight. How do you think Pence's performance at this debate compared to Trump's performance at the last debate? Oh, I think Pence clashed up to join. I, in fact, I think Kamala clashed up to join over Biden as well. Um, I think I think this was more civilized, a little more respectful. I like this for, format where they're sitting at tables. Um, I think I think Pence did a, did a great job. As I said, it it was a ten eight. Uh, if you're judging it like a boxing match, it wasn't a ten six or a ten four. I think Kamala held her own. Pence held his own. Um, you know, I sometimes I find these the, the vice presidential debates more helpful, more interesting, and and frankly, as as it's been said over and over again ad nauseum, this one's probably a little more important because you know, Biden will be seventy eight and Trump will be seventy four and there, and there is you know if you look at Biden's uh, senility, there is a very good chance that uh, Kamala might be president in the next term. And how do you think Harris's performance compared to Pence's, uh, to sorry, to Biden's performance during the last debate? Well, again, I, I, I you know, I, she was harsh, but she was able to control herself and stop talking at times. And I, I think there was, I think it was classier. I think there was more of an ability to. I, I think this format is a better format. Um, I, you know, and I don't want to totally, I, I think that Senator Harris, uh, did, I give her, I give her fairly high marks. I want to go back to the issues. Uh, so there was an, me, me too. There was a heat exchange between Pence and Harris about, uh, healthcare. Uh, how do you think that went and who do you think came out of that the strongest? Well, I, th- I, I think the policies are clear. I mean, I mean, Obamacare is a failure and, and it's amazing to me that, she she does not want to call it Obamacare after Obama said, please, feel free, call it Obamacare. She, she keeps calling it the Affordable Care Act. Um, the Obamacare is a disaster. It's been a disaster every aspect. You know, it, it, in my view, I'm not, I'm not a constitutional lawyer, although I play one on TV. <laughs> um, you know, I think the Supreme Court should take another look at it yet again. Um, I think the health care in this country should primarily be a free market um, industry with heavy, heavy government regulations for obvious reasons. Um, so I just think the policy, I'm not talking about how Harris or, or Vice President Pence handled it, but on policy, the Trump Republican policy is is better, sounder than the Democrat, the liberal Democrat, Biden, Harris, AOC policy. Do you think that Pence did a good job of defending that policy? I do. I do. Um, How's yeah. that for an answer? <laughs> good. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the military. So uh, oh. Pence faced some pretty tough questions over a report from the Atlantic uh, that Trump called uh, dead soldiers uh, losers and suckers. Um, 
Pence responded to that by citing uh, his uh, his own child's military record. Children. Or his children's military record. Um, there was a bit of a confrontation over time between him and the moderator, Susan Page. Um, overall, between Harris and Pence, how do you think that that went over, and who do you think came out of that the strongest? Well, that, that, that's I don't I, I I don't know the answer to that. I know I know I'm I'm grateful for Vice President Pence's children's service as I am everyone's service. Um, I think that. Uh, I think that the Democrats have created, and the liberal media has created. This divi- a lot of this division of of tr- I have not seen Trump's and let me be clear, Nolan, I want this important moment here. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. I did not vote for Donald Trump four years ago. I'm not voting for Donald Trump this year. But I I, I think there's a lot of uh, liberal uh, media that are creating this. It, it seems ludicrous. This anti military attitude of the Trump administration. And and so, you know, I, I saw I saw the exchange and I think, you know, Pence did pretty well. And I and I and I think at the end of the day, we have it, it's pretty clear that the Democrat Party is is relatively anti military and I'll I guess I'll leave it there. Uh, and obviously the economy was uh, as expected, a major topic uh, of this debate. Um, who do you think came out of this debate the strongest on the economy? Well, you know, I, I guess I'm ducking your question over and over again. But, but, but the fact of the matter is is that we had a roaring economy, economy under, under President Trump before COVID. And, I mean, just, just an amazing economy, an amazing foreign policy uh, I, the country was just roaring under Trump. Again, I'm not a big fan. I didn't vote for him. I'm not going to vote for him. But, but I think I think that you know if you if you if if you want to say, in the next four years, what economy will do better? It, it's hard to argue that a Trump economy will not be, be better than a Biden economy. Um, and uh, I know that. Uh, uh, Pence attacked Harris pretty hard on tariffs uh, and NAFTA. Well, there's an exchange over tariffs, but uh, specifically Pence was attacking Harris for NAFTA. Harris kind of got into a bit of a confrontation with him. Uh, who do you think came out of that confrontation the strongest? Well, I, I think I think that was probably a slight win uh, by the vice president. Um, you know, foreign trade, understanding foreign trade is is ridiculously difficult uh, and, and and you do need to listen to some experts and I think both parties have gotten it wrong in the past and frankly I think both parties have gotten it right in the past individually um, but in that particular exchange that you're referring to I think Pence won the day um, so I know there's been a lot of talk over uh, the fly that landed on Pence's head do you think that was a bad look? I know that that's not really substantive, uh, but do you think that was a bad look for the campaign? Do you think that the sad part is that this will probably lead on on 
uh, the late night shows for the rest of the week, and and it may lead on Saturday Night Live, and 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 and, and it's funny, and I get it, but but it's not, it's not helpful to. Uh, the American people are making the decision, and 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 they'll just roast. You know, I I don't know what they'll say, but it'll be an anti Pence thing, and you know, I mean, I mean, this is this is the problem with with the media. It's the problem with the late night liberal leaning uh, hosts and Saturday Night Live, and it it'll, it'll be an issue, and it will they will try to turn it against Trump against. Uh, Trump, the Trump-Pence ticket, and, and, and Vice President Pence. And again, I know this, you know, isn't really substantive, but a lot of people also talking about Kamala Harris's facial reactions. Um, do you, what do you make of that? Well, I, I, listen, I think women have a, a difficult time. I, I mean, I mean, our bodies are different, despite what Time Magazine and others want to argue. Um <laughs> Women respond differently. You know, I know Hillary had a tough time, you know, her being accused of cackling and whatnot. And and, and, and I just think that women's gestures are different, uh, tones are different, and, and men uh, often, you know, look, we're used to having male presidents and male governors. I don't want to go too far into it, but I, I, I think there might be an argument there that, that women have a tough time uh, with it. Uh, that being said, you know, Kamala, I, uh, maybe I'm wrong in saying it. Kamala came off as arrogant and pushy, and maybe that's me being a male, and, and, and I, uh, I want to I wanna hold myself up and look at that. A little bit. I I, th- I think I think women have a hard time in politics, uh, to not you know to to sell themselves and and um, I, I I wish I wish we didn't make as much of that. Well, that about wraps up our episode. Thank you again for joining me. Thanks for having me, Noah. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to do uh, another uh, debate uh, reaction soon. Although uh, the president's coronavirus diagnosis uh, may. Uh, throw a wrench in those plans, but hopefully we will get to return for at least one more debate reaction between President Trump and Vice President Biden. It's always an honor to be on, and I'll always be here if I'm asked. And make sure to continue listening to new episodes of Politics Weekly every Tuesday. again, typically, is against such a proposal. Governor, (laughs) there you go again. Governor, if Kitty Dukakis were raped and murdered, would you favor an irrevocable death penalty 
for the killer? No, I don't, Bernard, and I think you know that I've opposed the death penalty during all of my life. Admiral Stockdale, your opening statement, please, sir. Who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, um, uh, what's the third one there? Let's see. <laughs> oh, five. Okay. So commerce, education, and uh, the um, uh, EPA? EPA. There you go. No, okay. Let's talk. Let's talk deposition. Seriously? Is EPA no. the one you were talking about? Or? No, sir. No, sir. We were talking about the. Um, agencies of government. EPA needs to be rebuilt. But There's you no can't, doubt about that. But you that. can't name the third one. The third agency of government. Yeah. I would. I would do away with the education, uh, the uh, <laughs> commerce, and let's see. I can't. The third one. I can't. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. He says ours is an, an insult-driven campaign. Did you all just hear that? Ours is an insult-driven campaign. I mean, to be honest with you, if Donald Trump had said all the things that you said he said in the way you said he said them, he still wouldn't have a fraction of the insults that Hillary Clinton leveled when she said that half of our supporters were a basket of deplorables. It's, it, that she said they were irredeemable. They were not America. I mean, it's extraordinary. And then she laid one after another ism on millions of Americans who believe that we can have a stronger America at home and abroad, who believe we can get this economy moving again, who believe that we can end illegal immigration once and for all. So, Senator, this, this, this uh, in insult-driven campaign, I mean, you, we're, that's small potatoes compared to Hillary Clinton calling uh, half Clinton's of Donald Trump's supporters a basket of deplorables. Hillary Clinton 